I wish to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which I speak to you all today, the peoples of the Kulin Nation. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. The content discussed in this episode of the Lucy Pod may be distressing for some individuals as it touches upon highly sensitive and potentially disturbing subjects. This episode will include discussions of murder, child death, child killers, self-harm and mental illness. I recognise that these topics can evoke strong emotional reactions, so I encourage you to prioritise your well-being while listening. If any of these subjects are upsetting to you, please consider skipping this particular episode. If you do need emotional support or somebody to talk to, please don't hesitate to take advantage of the resources that will be provided in the description slash show notes. Please look after yourself. And let's go into the episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Lucy Pod. I hope that you are all well and are staying safe. Today's or tonight's episode, as I'm recording at night, um, is going to be probably another late nights with Lucy. Uh, I asked you all, should I make it a series? Should I make it a series? And no one said anything. So I'm going to take that as a yes and make this a little series, a little thing that I do in the meantime while I am cooking up and working on other episodes. So welcome to Late Nights with Lucy, where we have quick, cozy and nice chats about ADHD related things. Now, that slogan is going to be true for all Late Night with Lucy episodes, but because this particular episode, it's actually about something heavy, that slogan is a bit misleading. Tonight's chat isn't going to be particularly cozy. I mean, the updates are, but then another update, which is related to a previous episode I did, won't be. And you're probably thinking, what the hell are you talking about, Lucy? That doesn't make sense, but you will understand uh, eventually. So, Updates. So in my last episode, I talked about uni, work and driving. Um, it's like, does she have any other interests other than that? Uh, yes, I do. But I do want to talk about work, uni and driving. Work is going well. It keeps me incredibly busy. I always have a lot to do, a lot going on, but I really cannot complain. I am very happy with my new job. I am not only happy, I am lucky and I'm just, I'm loving it. So that's that. Uni is going well as well. I'm really enjoying my subjects. However, I have found lately I'm feeling a bit, not unmotivated, a bit distracted um, in university, in classes. Um, And I don't know if that's because, you know, I'm tired from work or uh, I've been unwell. Um or anything like that. I just, lately it's just been a bit harder to focus, but I do know and hope that that will change. Um, It happens, especially I think like August time when for me personally, I feel like the holidays are so near. Um, The sort of, not drive, but the sort of interest tends to dim a little bit. Um, But that being said, I'm still 
enjoying, you know, uni and and all of that. But I've just noticed lately that I've been a bit more distracted than usual and I'm actually distracted right now because I can see something at the corner of my eye that I do not like. So in the spirit of keeping things ADHD on the Lucy pod, I'm going to go investigate it. Um, I don't know, Trent, if it's suitable, you can leave this part in or you can completely cut it out. I've been a bit more uh, distracted at times. Um, but that being said, I'm still really enjoying my subjects. Um, so, you know, I can't I can't complain about that. Now, driving. Driving has not happened and it's making me a bit anxious. And I know I said in my last episode that, like, I'm not anxious about driving. It's very positive for me, even though I haven't been doing it a lot. But I feel like it's something that I need to do regularly And because I am so busy throughout the week, the only time I have is the weekend. And the weekend gets, you know, like things get forgotten, different things get prioritised and I feel like I'm not not that I'm going to lose, like it's, they say it's like riding a bike, right? I just feel like, I don't feel guilty. I feel a bit guilty that I'm not driving. Like, I don't know, it's weird. I don't know how to explain it. Like I was on such a good track and I was really, I'm, was really enjoying it and now I've stopped it and like it feels like a whim or a hobby I picked up that I've abandoned and I know that that's not the case it's just I've become busy and there will be plenty of times that I will go drive and I'm sure if I tell my dad right now that that's how I'm feeling you know this weekend and the next weekend he'll take me driving but I just feel like I haven't been good at it like doing it but it's like no one's fault and I don't feel bad. I just feel like, oh, like I could be a bit better with doing the driving because I hold it in such high esteem now that I feel as though I could be doing a bit better with it. Does that make sense? Let me know if that makes sense. The next thing I want to talk about is reading. So if you guys know that, was it at the beginning of this year or at the end of last year? I can't remember. I think it was end of last year and like a good chunk like the first three to four months of this year, I was big into reading. I got back into my bookworm phase and then uni and work took over and it's kind of fallen off and I was prioritising The Real Housewives over reading. Um, But I am pleased to announce that I have not watched a Real Housewives episode since, I want to say late June. And it's not that I've like abandoned Housewives and I don't like it anymore. I am forever a real housewife stan it is my special interest but rather than like I don't want to come off as pious and like ew who watches that trash it's bad for your brain but rather than like I don't know watching that at night I've found like myself just going to bed early or just I don't know staying up and doing admin um has been more enjoyable I just don't have like I'm not pulled to it anymore, but what's really good is, is that rather than binge watching all these episodes weekly, I'm letting all of them come out so that when I do feel like I want to come back to Housewives, maybe on the weekend or on the holidays, I'll have so many to watch because the way I used to do it is I'd watch it weekly and I'd have to wait every week for it to come out. And it was this really like unhealthy obsession. I'd like come home every Monday, Sunday, Monday, Wednesday and Thursday. And I'd be like, oh, a new episode for this franchise is out. I've got to watch it. Um, and for me, it just like, yeah, it became really silly. Whereas now I, 
I'm not even interested in watching it that much. So when I do feel that way, I'll have so many episodes to come back to. And you're thinking, Lucy, you were talking about reading why you're talking about Housewives. Well, now that I have no real interest in Housewives at the moment, I am wanting to prioritize, reprioritize being a bookworm, going into my bookworm girly era. Um, so I have quite a few books to read. I actually bought another one, which makes me feel guilty, which incentivizes me to read because when I buy something, especially like a book, and it's just sitting there not being read, I'm like, okay, well, now it has to be, like, read. It needs to be done. So I'm not going to say after recording this episode because I'm already tired. I'm going to go to go to bed. But starting, like, tomorrow, I want to read a bit more. Um, I don't, like, put in expectations of I want to read 100 books this year or 50 books, but I want to read more these coming months like from now on because I was doing it so well and I was doing so much of it um at the end of this at the end of last year and beginning of this year and it just fell off and like it's again it's no one's fault doesn't make me a bad person doesn't make me unproductive or whatever but it brought me so much joy and it's so good for my brain that like I feel bad that I'm not doing it so uh, I'm going to continue doing it. And I'm looking at a pile of books that I need to read. They're on my coffee table and they're actually books that one reads. You know how some coffee table books are just like there to, you know, they're coffee table books. My coffee table books are there to be read. And some like are from books that I bought ages ago and I just need to read. Ugh. So that is a commitment I am making. So more reading. Um, I don't need to do The Less Housewives because I haven't watched it for ages, but like more reading on top of enjoying life um so that is the update that's the fun update that's the cozy good update now the next update could have been its own episode but it's not substantial enough um and you'll understand why so if you go back maybe two three episodes there's one and it is ADHD the culprit the legal and ethical ramifications of ADHD medication and violence and basically that episode was uh, about a true crime case that involved ADHD medication um it was a child who killed their sibling um and the mother of this child blamed ADHD medication for the crime um I'm not gonna go that much into detail about the episode because time and it's just heavy but if you do want like the full story and context you can go listen to that episode so with that in mind I do have a couple of updates um and the updates are coming from the GoFundMe that was set up by a family friend of the victim's mother does that make sense so like the victim's mother and perpetrator's mother had a GoFundMe set up um basically to like support her through like, I don't know, the funeral costs and just costs that come with grief and losing a child. Um, and I just want to say, even though this is not what the Lucy Pot is about, I find it completely despicable that in a first world developed country like the United States, this hegemonic superpower, that people have to set up GoFundMes 
to um, access care for cancer treatment, mental health treatment, housing, and just overall support when you've had a tragedy. I think it is despicable that people have to resort to begging. And I don't mean that in a derogatory way, but have to resort to electronic begging and fundraising because the government and the society doesn't believe in accessible and free healthcare. I think it is obscene. Like you have a mother here who has literally had her child murdered by her daughter who is in some sort of mental health facility. This woman has issues of her own. She has disabilities and she's having to raise money just to be looked after. I mean, it's disgusting. She, it, it, it just shouldn't be a thing. Um, that's not what the Lucy Pot is about, but I just want to like put that out there that I find it um, despicable. Um, and there might be some people listening here, Aussies or Americans who are like, Wow, healthcare is not a right. And um, it is. It's not a privilege when you opt in into living into a, in a society. When you are born and you grow up, you get a job and you pay tax, taxes. You are agreeing to be part of a society, and agreeing to be part of a society, just like agreeing to be part of a home, a friendship, a relationship, a workplace. You have a moral, social, and ethical duty to look after one another. Um, and that's all I'm going to say on that. So moving on, this uh, these updates come from the mother's GoFundMe. She is posting some updates. And the most recent one was August 10th. There are no other updates on in the media about what's happened. We don't know where her child is. We don't know what's happening with this daughter. But um, first of all, it's very tragic what's happened to this mother. I said this in the episode. I, whatever critique or analysis I make of what she's saying here has nothing to do with her as a parent or as a human being. I am not criticizing her. What happened to her and her family is not her fault. She is not a bad parent. It's not, she should have known. I am not victim blaming. Um, so I just want to get that out of the way. But what I find very sad, and this is probably because of this own woman's context and upbringing and life, she is basically saying that not only was it medication, that ADHD medication that led to this horrific act, but that it was the devil and Satan um, and sort of equating mental illness to demonic like possession I'm not gonna like read the updating and go into it we don't like need to do that um and I don't want anyone to like go on to this GoFundMe and like say anything um that would be pretty sad like going onto a grieving mother's GoFundMe and being like you're an idiot for saying Satan like please go <laughs> please go touch grass um but I just, it really, when I was reading the updates of her saying that, you know, her child was loved, her child was well behaved, there were never any signs, she was fine, this was not mental illness, it was the work of ADHD medication, the devil. It makes me sad because um, we still have a long way to go in regards to not only like mental health stigma, but just neurodiverse stigma and ADHD stigma and everyone is entitled to their own religious and ethical and moral beliefs like as deranged and strange as they are or as illegal sounding as they are people are entitled to hold those views we can't thought police 
Um, but I just want it to be known to anyone, whether it's a parent listening or a child or whatever, that like you can do the best thing for your child. You can be like a great parent if there is such a thing. You can love your child. You can raise them with God, you know, in their life. You can raise them with morals and teach them to be a good person. That does not mean that your child will be born or like not develop mental illnesses. Of course, does a good environment at home um, make it so that your child is less susceptible to mental mental health issues? Of course, like thankfully, because of my upbringing, I thankfully have not struggled with mental illnesses however some people are born with mental illnesses and no matter how much they are loved and cared for they still struggle same with like people who say to people who have disabled children like physically disabled children you know you could have done this this and that people are born with disabilities and no matter what you ate drank did whatever folic acid you took, your child is born with this condition. And your child having a mental illness has nothing to do with how much you loved them. And mental illness does not always present itself in the way you think. People who murder people don't necessarily act the way that a murderer would. There are people who walk among us every day who have done the most depraved, sacrilegious, um, heretic, um, you know, treasonous things and they are normal. They are our friend. Um, this sounds so like scary and um, foreboding, but like they are people at the supermarket. Um, and this is the same for ADHD. You can raise a child in a good home and your child will still be ADHD. And a child who is ADHD is different. Every child with ADHD is different. And the thing is, I think this mother is struggling to accept the fact that her child was not only ADHD, her child had other conditions. Because again, ADHD does not make one inherently violent. When someone is ADHD and violent, it is due to other comorbid conditions. This child who you know committed this crime was displaying strange behavior beforehand she was speaking about committing violent acts she was cutting she was grumpy she was depressed ADHD does not come with those symptoms it is a comorbid symptom I'm not going to say what she had I'm not going to say she had depression anxiety schizophrenia bipolar or anything but this child was not simply ADHD this child had something else going on and due to no fault of the parents, like it was not the parents' fault, but this child was failed. This child was not accurately diagnosed and examined because the mother says, oh, we had her you know, examined and it's the work of the devil, it's Satan. It is not Satan. Mental illness can be due to a number of things. You can be born with it. It can be just bad luck. It can be circumstantial. It can be due to trauma. It can be due to so many things. I promise you it's not the work of the devil this child has a mental illness, has a mental illness 100%. I don't know what that mental illness is. And people might be thinking, you just don't want to accept that it's the ADHD that matter like this. No, it's not that I don't want to accept it. It's that the data literally doesn't match. Like we're not, like it's just not a thing. There is no such thing as the ADHD serial killer and the Ritalin serial killer. I don't know if she was on Ritalin, but like that's just not a thing. And we have to stop 
ignoring the fact that people who have, you know, ADHD can also have comorbidities. Like you can be ADHD and have anxiety. That doesn't mean that ADHD's symptom is depression or anxiety. Like, does that make sense? Like, I don't think people get what comorbidities are. Like, you can be ADHD and not have depression or anxiety. I am one of those people. I don't have depression or anxiety. There are people who have ADHD and OCD, but OCD is not a symptom of ADHD. It is its own thing. But because the ADHD is so overwhelming or because you're not receiving the right care, anxiety develops. But it's not like innate to ADHD. Um, And I'm not like saying this to the mother because obviously she's probably not even listening, but just to anyone who sort of has this mindset, um, neurodivergence is not a freak of nature. It is not something that's gone wrong. It is literally a variation in the human genome. And because the world is not set up to accommodate people who are different, that is why we struggle. I'm not trying to say that if the world was like ADHD friendly, we wouldn't have our struggles, but so many systems that exist make it harder for us. Like, I feel like a lot of autistic people feel this way. Like they are not wrong. The world is wrong because the world doesn't let autism exist. That's why being autistic is hard. If we didn't have all these social codes and like social graces, autism, like it would still be a thing and people would struggle, but like aspects like you know, making eye contact, um, your tone of voice, um, like interrupting people, it wouldn't be such a big thing. And I feel that way a lot for ADHD. There are so many things like schooling, having to sit six hours a day, um, having people with ADHD, like doing testing and the ATAR and all this bull, make it so that ADHD is harder. The world is not built for us. Um, And it's been shown that when you make the world more accessible, people are happier. Like when you have ramps, when you have braille, when you have interpreters. Life, I'm not going to say is like instantly better and like you're not disabled, but it does improve the quality of life. It improves the access for people. So basically what I'm getting to is that the updates that this, and obviously we have to take it with a grain of salt, like she is a grieving mother and like honestly if I was in her position I would probably be like it probably is the work of the devil because if we think about it like there is nothing more heinous well I don't want to say that but it is pretty heinous for a child to kill another child and especially for that child to be their sibling because it is so shocking it does feel like oh my god it's like demonic but it's not People with ADHD aren't demonic and like Ritalin or whatever medication this child was on did not make her do this. It was a combination of misdiagnosis and a mental illness that led to this tragic occurrence. So whatever you read about this case or any other case that is similar, do your research beforehand and don't let the fear get to you. That sounds really corny, but I mean it. So with that being said, thank you for listening to this episode of Late Nights with Lucy. The first part was cosy. The second part was heavy. Um, But I do hope you enjoyed it. I hope you learned something. Uh, Feel free to leave feedback in the comments. Um, Don't forget to like, follow and subscribe to the Lucy pod on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube for Lucy Pod. Don't forget to follow me, stream me, give me five stars, 
and leave gorgeous feedback on all of your favorite streaming platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, the lot. And I will see you, speak to you, hear you, think of you in the next episode. Bye.